Yes. This should be fun. So, we are back again on the Ben Napier Show. Thank you for listening. I am Ben. I am just a guy that likes talking about sports, mainly football. We are broadcasting from just outside of Boston. We are going today to talk about, before everything football gets kicked off in college this week and the week after that in the NFL, about my thoughts on preseason week three and um, my predictions for every single NFL team for the don't, 2020, don't, don't. For, the, for the 2022 NFL season. First with my thoughts on uh, preseason week three, I thought um, Justin Fields played really well when they when the Bears gave him time, which is gonna be great for the Bears because they're gonna have and I and I looked I finally looked at the numbers. They're gonna have the most cap space in the NFL next year, and it's double what everybody else has. Wow. So like they can literally go out, sign the highest receiver on the market, rebuild their entire O line, and like sign a big time defensive player, and that's before the draft even happens. So Do they like, have a bunch of draft picks as well? Uh, I don't. I guess it's they traded them all away, or a lot of them away. I mean, right to get yeah. AJ Brown and. The, this is the Bears, Dad. This is. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. So. They'll have a full set of draft picks next year. So. I think that in a few years the Bears might be, pretty good. Like if the top, if there's this window of Aaron Rodgers retiring, then the Bears will be the best in that division because then there's Detroit. And Minnesota's weird. Minnesota's like the Cowboys, but like worse. Because like they don't even make the playoffs. They just like continuously like fail in certain areas. They barely miss it. Yeah. Speaking of the Cowboys, I just wanted to put this out there because me and my dad talked about this while watching baseball. The Yankees are the Cowboys of the MLB. <laughs> Hyped up every year. Big market have a ton of titles but then they make the playoffs and then they lose so you hear these yankees and cowboys fans are like but we've won whatever many titles it's like yes 20 30 40 years ago that's <laughs> not now it's been a while it's been a while and you're and for the yankees not looking so hot when was the last time dallas won a playoff game 2016, I think. It was, I think it was Dak's rookie year. Really? Like, Dak came in for Romo, who got hurt, and then it was like a Tom Brady story. Okay. And he just played super well. It's more recent than I thought. Yeah, but that that QB draw still was still... a long time. Mike, Mike McCarthy needs to go. <laughs> well, aside from my rambling, I also thought Jalen Hurts looked great. I thought Kenny Pickett looked really good um i was completely right in my justified take on malik who um played great in his final preseason game he played like an nfl quarterback he when he was in a passing play he would start by making his reads if the pocket break down if the pocket broke down then he would run he wouldn't run first he would pass first and he looked more comfortable doing it 
Um, because in the first game, he was playing like he played at Liberty. In the second, he was he was explicitly told to pass the ball more, but you could see he was forcing it. And then in the third one, he did it completely naturally. He played a great game. So Pretty I, good progression. Yeah. If, if you watch those three games, you can see improvement like easily. And then Sam Howell's a dog. Well, hold on. Is he a starter at uh, the end of the year, Malik? Will he be a starter at the end of the year? I don't think so. I think he's going to get the Mahomes-Trey Lance treatment. Because I think he impressed enough to the point where if he, kind of like what Trey Lance did, where like he impresses behind the scenes the entire year, and then the next year they do what they want. Yes, Brit, Brit, this news broke a few days ago. The Niners did re-sign Jimmy G, but he's not going to be the starter. Trey Lance is going to be the starter. Tannehill, how many years on his contracts they've left? He has avoidable year this year. So after this year, they can cut him. So my point was, if Malik impresses enough the whole year, because I think he won the QB2, QB2 job, if he impresses, I'll have to look at their death chart after the 53-man rosters are made, but if he gets the QB2 spot and impresses, which I think he will, um, and he impresses behind the scenes enough, they just might cut Ryan Tannehill next year and announce he's the starter. But a running attack with him and Derrick Henry, even now, is still disgusting. It's a little Baltimore-ish. Yeah, except they have wide receivers. <laughs> True. Um, and, yeah, I, I was, I was going to get to this. I don't know how nobody's talking about this, but Sam Howell is an absolute dog, bro. Is he? I'm going to start talking like Maggie for a second. He's a dog, you know? Like, I watched, I'm watching some of his highlights, and this man is getting, like, the beat out of him. Like, he is getting, he's, like, escaping things he's not supposed to. Like, I showed you these Yeah, highlights. the fake, the, the he pump faked, fakes were he, sweet. He literally, I've never seen, like, an NFL act quarterback like actually pump fake his way out of a situation like this man literally was about to get sacked and he pump faked the guy and then ran for like 14 yards i've seen rogers do it a couple times yeah but that's aaron Rodgers. yeah okay so your average quarterback has yeah yeah dude crazy pretty sure tom brady's never done that tom brady doesn't do much he just kind of sits there apparently he came back from his press conference and just said i'm a 45 year old man i got to do and i'm like It's probably because Giselle yelled at your your butt and told you to get home. But um, I saw... So Dan Orlovsky was back on first take, and he said this, which was, if Brady knew that the entire offensive line was going to get hurt, he wouldn't have come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the entire offensive line has gotten hurt, right? Like, every one of them. Apparently. Oh. And, and then Stephen A. Smith was like, no. I'm going to do my best Stephen A. Smith impression. He's like, no. That's blasphemy. <laughs> that is outrageous. <laughs> he was bashing on the Yankees a couple weeks ago. Oh my god, it? yeah, him going off on the Yankees was hilarious. They still don't have 80 wins yet. And they lost to the Poor Angels. Poor Yankees. They lost to the Angels, who two best players are like Shohei and like then somebody who has the chronic back illness chronic chronic i can't say that word it's hard um but yeah speed of sam Howell. sam howell's like i saw somebody say that his draft stock tanked because he was being compared to baker 
mm. which they are similar. Mm-hmm. And I think the Panthers with Baker, a quarterback, are actually going to surprise people. I hope so. I, I think they could. I hope he, you know, has because a good... Because Baker, his thing, here's the thing about Baker. Baker was never bad. Like, he wasn't. He, he, he literally got Cleveland, like, a playoff win the first time since, uh, like, 19... It's been a long time. 90s, for sure. The 90s. I think it's not even, like, the 1980s, like, before then. No, it's not the seventies. It. I, I think it is. No, because they were good when I was younger, which is like eighties. Okay. Like they had Bernie Kosar, um, something Biner, I think was <laughs> was well, running back. And, he was and, he was a hoss. And also, the th- the thing is, people will be like, "Oh, but you know, Chubb carried that game." I'm like, "No, look at the stat line. Baker had three touchdowns, like almost three hundred yards." Like, Baker played like a playoff-caliber quarterback. That's why the next year, the Browns were going to offer him a contract, and he made the mistake of playing through while injured, which yep. affected his play. He got hurt. J.J. Watt got him. Really? Was he yeah, the reason yeah. he got hurt? Yeah. J.J. Watt was on a sack. It, it, um, I think he, he fumbled, and he was going after the ball, and then J.J. came over the top, and it jacked up his shoulder. Like that's that's the thing. If he were to have gotten surgery and then came in at the end of the season, probably could have gotten him a playoff spot. Then he would have gotten signed. The issue is he played through that. Like people will see a season and then forget what happened the season before. Mm-hmm. It's like Baker was never bad. His rookie year, he took them seven, eight, and one after they were winless the year before. Mm-hmm. Then. He took them. He had he got again. He kind of had a down year, and then after that, he took the Browns to the playoffs. I still think we as football fans forget that the Browns almost went to the Super Bowl if it wasn't for a helmet to helmet call that was not called. Was that a championship game? Yeah, it was the FC Championship against the Chiefs. Right. I was watching it with some of my buddies, and I was like, okay. I remember. I was like, Mahomes got hurt, and I was like, oh my god, it could be (laughs) happening. And Baker throws it out, throws the ball outside. He's running down the sideline. He reaches for it, but then he gets helmet to helmet hit, and then the ball lands in the end zone, and it's a touchback. I vividly remember this because I said, if this game ends with the Chiefs winning with a one, like within one score, that's gonna be just Browns, and it did. It was it was sixteen to twenty, which means. A touchdown without an extra point would have won them the game. Right. Um, and, like, it was obvious a helmet to helmet. And it was just. Oh. But wasn't that. But that penalty isn't reviewable. So they, they reviewed it. And they, the ball came loose. Yeah, but. The ball came loose for a guy But they should have looked at the collision that caused the ball to come loose. Don't disagree, but that wasn't reviewable. Remember the rules around like what's reviewable, what's not. It's dumb. Wasn't this back too when you had pass interference? No, that was, was reviewable. That was reviewable or something like that. No, I think it was because they enabled that after the Rams Super Bowl. No, I don't think it was. I think this when was when the after. Saints got when the Saints guy got yeah. smoked. <laughs> the, no, no, the ref was literally the ref had staring at it. The ref, the ref, okay. I'm going to make this joke because this time it applies. The ref definitely had the Rams payroll. Yeah. 
for that game. There's no way in hell that does not get called. It was baffling. It was everybody like, was confused. Everybody was like, what? What, what was it's he like, looking at? I feel bad for the Saints. It's like you either get owned by the Vikings for some apparent reason. The Vikings like own the Saints in the playoffs. And then you had that P.I. no call. Which, by the way, if the Saints were in the like Super Bowl. It was like back-to-back years. Like the Stefan Diggs, no, 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 like Hail no. Mary, where the guy fell no, 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 down. Like, they had the Minneapolis Miracle. Yep. Then they lost again to Minnesota on a game-winning catch to uh, Mason Rudolph. And then after that was the P.I. penalties. That's three years in a row. Oh, my gosh. No wonder Sean Payton retired. <laughs> he was like, no, 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 no. I, I, I have it no more. I can't do this anymore. Um, and James is our QB. I got to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, more interceptions. Okay, I'm done. So, and, and what makes it even worse was the Saints could have beaten that, that team, that Patriots team. Because if you look, that game was won the most boring Super Bowl of all time. Um, it literally was a punter's war to the point where uh, the best punter, uh, some Johnny Hecker of the Rams, set the Super Bowl record for the longest punt. That was how boring that game was. Against two. The Patriots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how boring that game was. Was like the literal so record lame. for longest punt was set. <laughs> that's that's how boring that game was. Probably the number of punts. As well. And, and, and what made it even worse was like, if the Saints were there, that game would have been entertaining. They probably would have won because I think they had a better roster. I agree. The Saints had, and the Saints still have big pieces of that roster. Cameron Jordan, Michael Thomas, Marshawn Lattimore. At the time, they had Drew Brees when he broke, I think, after Peyton Manning's passing record. Yep. Like they, I think the Saints would have won that Super Bowl, especially because the outcome of it was... Brady leaned on Gronk, and that was it, I'm pretty sure. It's kind of unfair. Gronk is a beast. That game would have been a game if Jared Goff didn't underthrow his wide-open receiver in the end zone, and it wasn't picked off by like a corner who was like 20 feet in front of said receiver. But we've gone way off track. I tend to ramble. Um, other thoughts about preseason? Want to get back to what I'm saying? I think Sam Howell could take Carson Wentz's job one because he got hit so much in that game and didn't get hurt. He's durable. Carson Wentz is literally made of glass. Um, and he's not coachable. He's not coachable. Um, and uh, our boy Sam Ellinger was the highlight of the preseason. Yes, he was. Played like an absolute preseason god. Um. Uh, and we discussed me and my dad that we think when Maddie retires he could he could take over. Um, and other um, Matt Matt Corral didn't do anything. Mac Jones had a terrible interception that's been all over the internet. Did you see it? Yeah. What are you looking at? <laughs> no, it was Daniel Jones level. It was like. Threw it right. I mean, it was a it was a perfect pass to the defense. So like, so I was telling I was telling some of my football boys about this. I was like, Mac Jones looked terrible in preseason, and they're like, No, he looked great. And I was like, Did you see that pass? And it was and and, and the person on the receiving end was some rookie out of like the late rounds. And I'm like, Mac, bro, Mac, 
that Stephen Smith would say, that's disgraceful. Well, they have two offensive coordinators, no quarterback coach. Yeah, I mean the coaching, like the coaching besides Belichick and New England is a mess. They're like, let's bring back uh, what's his name from New York, Joe Judge, and somebody else, Matt Patricia, Matt Patricia. the former defensive coordinator and head coach at Detroit, to Yikes. call plays. Now let's get to my season predictions, and I just want to say this off the rip: this is based off of their current roster. Pre 53 man cut or Fit, who I think is going to be on the team 53 man cut? No injuries or injuries? No injuries. Okay. That you're aware of. Yeah. So Arizona will go 6 and 11. One, because Cliff Kingsbury always falls off at the end of the season. And they lost Christian Kirk. D Hop is going to be suspended for six games. Because drugs and they lost. you lost Chandler Jones, yep. so you're not gonna have as big of a pass rush. Chandler Jones ain't gonna be that good anyway. Well, he's been good in the past. Last year he had five and a half sacks in the first game. That was half of the amount of sacks he had the entire season. When did JJ Wackett hurt? Mid, mid to late season. Mid, mid to late season in JJ Watt fashion. Yeah. Um, and I think Atlanta is going to go 0 and 17. And in my defense, Atlanta just ain't it, okay? You have Marcus Mariota, who hasn't started a game in like. since he caught his own pass against the Chiefs in like 2016. Well, that, was, that was probably before then. That was a while ago. Um. And they're just bad. So bad. And they're in a division with the Panthers, who I think, like I said, are going to surprise people. Saints and Buccaneers. They, did they sign? They signed Kyler Murray, right? Kyler Murray is on Arizona. So is, I'm, talking oh, about, sorry. I'm talking about Atlanta. You already moved? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also about preseason, uh, Riddler played well. Okay. What is his name? What's his name? Ridley. No, uh, and also the Ritter. 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 I called him the Riddler, like from DC. <laughs> Ritter. Uh, Desmond Ritter played well. Also, they're not going to have Calvin Ridley the entire season as well because of gambling. Um, and then I think Baltimore is going to go twelve and three. What, what was Atlanta's record? Oh, and seventeen. Oh, and seventeen. Boom. Yeah, I think Baltimore is going to do well. One, because Baltimore almost made the playoff with like half of their team on crutches <laughs> last year. Um, did you see today that uh, they gave, I'm pretty sure they gave uh, Lamar more guaranteed money than Watson and he declined the offer? What? Yeah, let me check. I'm pretty sure... Um... I'll check. Keep going. It, it was on Bleacher Report. Also, the Eagles traded for another corner from the Saints. Eagles loading up. Um, also, the, the Raiders just cut Alex Leatherwood. I understand why. He's really bad. He was a high draft pick, too. It's Raiders drafting. Don't expect anything <laughs> from it. Um, 
And what makes that even worse is that they were they were in talks about cutting Alex Leatherwood because he's bad, but the Raiders' offensive line is bad to begin with, and the pass rushers in their division they can't compete with on the O line, Alex Leatherwood or not, because free agency's over, Raiders, and you didn't sign anybody. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure they offered Lamar a giant contract. Oh, he commented on it. He said, "No, they didn't." Oh, so it was a false report then. Well, I mean, we'll see. I mean, he also doesn't have an agent. Lamar doesn't have an agent? Mm-mm. How are you Lamar Jackson going into your fifth year on your rookie contract and you don't have an agent? It's a great question. That is, that is a very good question. Um, on to Carolina. No, I mean Buffalo. We're on to Buffalo. Can't read this freaking chart. Buffalo, I think, will be sixteen and one. I think Buffalo will be sixteen and one. There isn't a hole in their roster. Um, they don't have a hole, except maybe a punter now. Uh, I'm pretty sure everybody's heard the news, but the Bills cut two kickers. One because of Matariza, and then two because of Matariza. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a. That's a terrible story. It's crazy. And you know what makes it even worse, though, is that the Bills knew about it a month ago, right? So they knew about it before the cuttings, which means if you knew the news was going to break, why in the heck would you cut your other punter? They, they knew less than what people think. They, their GM was on saying that there was a bunch of stuff in Discovery that they didn't know about, weren't privy to, because it was not good investigation. Also, but they knew is, they knew something was going on. They just didn't know what. Because this is a sports podcast, and I don't want to get into anything that's really like graphic or dark or good any, call. Anything like this. The thing I want to say is, I want to do what I saw somebody else do on their podcast, which is get a few things across. Which, um. This is not a case of a a girl trying to get the money of an NFL player because one, he was a sixth round punter. He's not going to have much to begin with. He's never played a regular season game, so I don't think he has a major game check. Two, she's not even an adult yet, so it's not like it's like this tw- this woman in her mid twenties trying to get a bag to live off of. No. She filed the police report or a complaint about it, filed something the day after it happened. When he was still in college. When he was still in college. And a report came out that the college, San Diego State, that Ariza went to, they stopped their investigation because the police asked them to. Ooh. The police were like, this is a police investigation, don't do anything. And they decided to stop their investigation, which is either an excuse or just a really dumb decision because it's your own college. You should That's be not uncommon, though, Ben. I know. Because once it's a police matter, it's out of the college's yeah. hands. Um, hopefully she gets justice. Now on, and on the to- topic, they got to sign somebody off the street because they're not signing their old punter because he's going to want no part of that. I wonder what they're going to do there. On to Carolina. On a happier note of 
Baker Mayfield. I think people are he's gonna. I think Carolina's gonna surprise people. I have them going seven and ten, which I think is pretty reasonable. Uh, which is a better record than they had last year, because they had a top five pick last year, and I think they'll just be solid. Chicago, I have going eight in seven. Eight and nine. Eight and nine. Um, I can't read. Uh, because I think that Matt Nagy's not the head coach anymore. Things will go better. And Justin Fields will improve. Cincinnati, I have going 15 and 2. A few things. Joe Burrow owns the Ravens. Period. Swept them last year through like 500 yards and four touchdowns against them in, the, in their last game last year. And he actually has an offensive line now and has the best receiving core in football and has Joe Mixon as his running back. So, and their defense is also really good. It's what carried them last season. I expect it to stay the same since he's going to be great. Can't believe, can't believe we live in a world where the Browns won a playoff game a few years ago and Cincinnati went to the Super Bowl and it's still a Super Bowl contender. We live in a weird world. Cleveland is going 9-8 and eight because I think they're going to lose enough games without Watson, but Watson is not going to be able to win enough games when he gets back. That makes sense. He's only there for he's through he, week 11? He's only right? there for six weeks. And Dallas, I have going 10-7, and seven, and they're going to be a wild-card team behind the Eagles because the Dallas team, they too many losses. They lost, they lost Randy Gregory. They lost uh, Amari Cooper. Still play, paying Zeke a buffet salary. Um, Who's the receiver? It's, it's C.D. Lamb and the other Gallup. guy. They Gallup. Gallup. They Gallup. paid him a bunch of money, and they gave him like a, a wide receiver one like crazy deal, like almost Christian Kirk money. I'm like, you realize C.D. Lamb is better, right? But he's on a rookie contract, so I just don't think that they can. The thing that made Dallas good last year was that they had those three. They had C.D. Amari Cooper and Gallup. But they don't anymore. And Trayvon Diggs allowed the most yardage in the NFL last year. Everybody seems to forget that because of the interceptions he had. Um, next, we have Denver, who I think is going 11-6. and six. Solid. I mean, I don't... The only problem they have, in my opinion, is their O-line is not that great. But Russell Wilson has... Um, gotten beat up in Seattle and is used to running so he'll be fine tough division Detroit I have 5 and 12 which in my opinion is overachieving but I think they can do it Dan Campbell is a dog <laughs> as, Matt, as uh, Pat McAfee would say it's crazy though Dan Campbell is like he, I saw somebody say this about Ray Lewis's quote and I'll say this about Dan Campbell he could read me a lunch menu and I'd run through a brick wall. <laughs> um, and then I have Green Bay going 12-5 and five because Aaron Rodgers 
doesn't matter who you put at wide receiver for him. He's going to make the guys look good. They still have Robert Tunyon. They still have... Uh, he's coming off an injury. Didn't he blow his knee out last year? Yeah, but he'll be... But it was early. It was yeah, early in the year. He'll be back this year. They have a great running back one. I forget his name. They still have a fantastic they, defense that's only getting better. They have Dylan. They have Yeah, they have Dylan and a fantastic defense that's only getting better. And apparently after Aaron Rodgers screamed at all the rookies, they started coming to individual meetings with him and they've gotten better. Isn't there RB1 Aaron Jones? Is that right? Oh, yeah, Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones. Houston going 2-15. and 15. It's going to be crazy. Houston's going to have, like, the f- two top ten picks. Is that the same thing they did last year? They go, like, do they win two? Do they win more than two? They won more than two. They were the third overall pick. Derek Stingley Jr. First round. Um, I It's going to be crazy because we're going to have two top ten picks because I expect the Browns, like I said, to suck, and then we're going to suck. Um... Indy, I think, goes 11-6. and six. Matt Ryan will make the playoffs with them and not fumble away their chance at the playoffs against the Jags. Speaking of the Jags, I have them going 0-17. I don't care if Trevor Lawrence is the golden boy of high school and college football. He has looked terrible, Urban Meyer or not. Like, preseason, he looked like shite. This year? Yeah, I watched some of the Jacksonville preseason game because I watched the Steelers one. You're no good. No, he's not looking good. And what makes it even worse is, like, his debut against the Texans, he threw, like, three to four interceptions Mm. against the Texans last year. Yeah, that's not very good. You You can hate on Baker all you want, but he's at a... He had a way better rookie season than, than career than this dude. I think he had more talent around him too. I mean, Jacksonville is a, has well, been a dumpster well, fire for I mean, Did you years. see the tw- the twenty seventeen Cleveland team was still bad? Not as bad as Jacksonville. Yeah, not as bad as Jacksonville. I'll give you that. Uh, they at least had some receivers. Yeah. Well, they gave them receivers now. Right. For some reason, set the receiver market to. Already. Christian Why Kirk? do you need to pay Christian Kirk that much? Jeez. They must think his best years are ahead of him. <laughs> oh, my God. Jacksonville like has a lot of young talent, and that's great, but their offensive line is still terrible. Their defense is still terrible. It's just it's just no bueno for Jacksonville. And like Trevor Lawrence just doesn't look good. Like If, if you look at other people from his class... Like, Justin Fields looks like he's improving. Mac had a great year last year. That was a preseason F-up. I assume Mac will be good again. Though apparently Bill was frustrated with him. It's like, I think he forgot that Tom Brady's not his quarterback anymore. <laughs> and that um, Josh McDaniels is no longer there? Yeah. Um. So, Mac will do fine. I think... And I saw, and, I, and, I, and I'm starting to see, like, it might be situational because a lot of players' greatness comes from their situation. Trevor just might not be that great because of his situation. He's probably he's going to spend four years at least in Jacksonville, at minimum. And his stats probably won't be great. So, and that'll make a lot of teams because 
all of the teams in the NFL now, like it or not, are very statistical driven. He's probably not going to have a good NFL career, and that's just a shame. He's probably going to get the treatment that all the, those Browns quarterbacks got. And that's so unlucky Bef- when you b- get... Bef- before Baker came along, you know? Also, I hated how uh, like some of the Browns fandom reacted to the Baker Mayfield stuff. I'm like, he literally like actually saved your franchise for a point in time. Everybody he, loved him. Yeah, he gave your team swagger, whether you like it or not. He gave you guys an iconic quote. He he was tough. He was gritty. Something you would think of when you think of Dog Pound. And the organization swept him under the rug. And I actually think a lot of people liked Baker. And he was re- be- real NFL fans know that he's not bad. He just played through an injury. But... He's better than Johnny Manziel. He's better than Johnny Manziel. It's, it sucks, bro. I feel so bad for him. That's why yeah. I hope he tears Cleveland apart week one. Yeah, but didn't, didn't it come down to, did they think he would take him to the promised land? He almost did. And he got worse after that in, in other people's eyes. I, 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 think, I just think that the, the yeah, Browns are like, we've had – this quarterback problem for I know, so long. What I don't what I don't understand what I don't understand from the Browns' point of view is, if you have a quarterback like Baker, who has proven that he can do what you want him to do, if you give him the stuff, like when Kevin Stefanski became the head coach, he gave Baker's game like. Like, all the play-action stuff they did, it was right in Baker's wheelhouse. He played great. The problem was, it's like this Brown, It's like the Browns have PTSD because of the quarterback stuff. So they, they, they gave up too early. Every other team in the NFL would have given him an extra year. The Lions would have given him an extra year. If Deshaun Watson was available? Or does that change it? The Browns would, here's, and here's the thing, like, they could have had the human decency to at least tell Baker and not make him see it through headlines. Don't disagree, but you can you can tell, though, with the psyche of a quarterback, they should have called him, I don't disagree. And, and, what, and what makes it even worse is, like, you probably could have, the reason why Baker, in my opinion, is better is because you can pay him a lot less than Deshaun and do the Brady effect of pay him a lot less and then just build the rest of the roster, which is what they were doing. But then they had to give up, give an arm and a leg for Watson, who they are going to be paying a lot. And it's just going to do to the Browns what Mahomes did to the Chiefs, which is just not, which is just close your Super Bowl window because you can't pay everybody because you're paying the quarterback more money than you should. So they sh- in my opinion, they should have give, given Baker like a two to three year deal. Or at least a four year deal with not, with with pretty good money but with incentives. Do you think in watching Deshaun Watson in Houston, if he had a similar effect that Aaron Rodgers did or does on making not that great receivers look pretty great? Yeah. Do you think that's what the thinking was 
at the I, Browns? I think it could be a factor because he had almost 5,000 passing yards led the NFL in passing on a Houston team that went 3-13. and 13. That's why I think they picked. They, they yeah. made the decision to do it. I, mean, yeah. I, think I it, understand the decision. But it's just, it's just like. Hopefully Baker has a good year. Yeah. I, and then it's I, kind of water in the, like, he probably needed a second, kind of a second place to restart. Remember all the stuff with OBJ? And OBJ yeah. was, it was, Baker OBJ's was missing dad. him. Well, yeah, but, you know, it's not like OBJ told him to be quiet. Yeah. It's whatever. I just hope he has a good year. Next on to Kansas City, I think they'll also be eleven and six. And listen, 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 listen. All those people who are gonna be like, but Patrick Mahomes is still the quarterback. <laughs> yes, I know. Um the thing about Mahomes that people like to like sweep under the rug is that Tyreek Hill bailed him out capital W way too many times. Watch, like, every Chiefs game within the last few years. I guarantee you once or twice a game, there's a time where Mahomes is getting sacked and he chucks the ball 90 feet in the air, just hopes Tyreek Hill catches it. And he does, because he's Tyreek Hill. He literally did that of week one of last season. Just throw it to an open space and, and see if he can get there. And Mahomes openly admitted this in a press conference when a reporter asked, you know that meme that says Mahomes? Eh, fuck it, Tyreek Hill down there somewhere. Um, and he said, yes, I will literally do that. And he also had the most dropped interceptions last year. And like, I think it was like early on when they had the losing record, they were tied for most turnovers with Jacksonville at 17 as a team. Like I just, and their defense has never been great. And it's going to be mostly filled with aging defensive linemen and, very young skill position players. Um, because they lost Sneed. They lost Tyron Matthew, who was the heart and soul of that defense, by the way. Chris uh, Clark and Chris Jones both are getting older now and have been hurt. One, one, one or the other has been hurt a lot. I forget which one it is. And their receiving core now consists of Marcus Valdez Scantling, Juju Smith Schuster, McCole Hartman. Which, on paper, above average. Above average, and with Mahomes at your quarterback, you can make them good. But and and now here's the problem. Kelsey. Don't forget about and, Kelsey. And now, no, I was about. I'm getting to him. The problem is people can now double Kelsey, and just play regular coverage on everybody else. They don't have to put two safeties 60 feet, like, backwards to worry about Tyreek. That was the whole thing about the Chiefs offense that it made did. them so dangerous, is that teams always had to play two high safeties. And when that is removed, you can put more people in the box. You can blitz more. You can... It's it's crazy, and now you when you have these safeties that can play tight ends, Derwin James will one v one. Kelsey, and then they'll double somebody else. You got 
in the same division uh, as well, Justin Simmons, who can do the same. Like, these aren't the same old Chiefs. Like, yeah, they'll make the playoffs, but I think they'll either, like, barely scratch their way by mm-hmm. in in the division by winning it, or there'll be a wild card. Because, one, their defense never been good at the start of the season or midway. It gets good at the end, at least. And on paper, it's not that good. And to boot, like I said, people people use the, like, yeah, Mahomes is the quarterback. But the whole, but X, Y, and Z is still the quarterback only works to a certain extent. Yeah, he's got to have time and he's got to have people to throw it to. Yeah. Like, that's with the Aaron Rodgers situation. Green Bay has always had a good line. For the most, they got injured last year late. Yeah, but, but, you, but you're when right. they're healthy. When they're healthy, they're good. A-Rod has time to make the passes that he does. And running the ball. Yeah. The Chiefs have a good O-line, but it's not as good as the the Aaron Rodgers of the world or the Tampa, Tampa Bay win healthy or, hell, the Browns have a better offensive line. Detroit has a better offensive line. Like... Indy, like for sure. I- Indy, for sure. Dallas, as much crap as we give Dallas, they have a great O line always. The thing about the Chiefs is Mahomes can't get bailed out anymore, and if he makes the same mistakes, this is if if he makes the same mistakes he does he did last year, they might not even make the playoffs. But I expect him not to make those mistakes because he's Patrick Mahomes. What I'm saying is he can't get bailed out anymore, and that's big because teams can play real defense against him now. And they're going to be game planning for Patrick Mahomes, not Tyreek Hill. Because I guarantee you in those defensive defensive rooms, it's how do we stop number 10, not how do we stop 15. Because Alex Smith got got them to like a 12 and 5 playoff mm-hmm. team record with basically the same roster. Just want to put that out there. Well, they had Hill too, right? That's yeah, what you're had, saying. That's what I'm saying. They had Hill. I just want to put it out there that the year before Mahomes took over, it was essentially the same team. Kelsey was there um Hardman rookie year, I think. They might have drafted him the year after. Hill was definitely there. Like, they had more of the same team, and Alex Smith got them to the playoffs. Like, Tyreek Hill is going to make Tua look phenomenal. He already has. Yeah. He's he's played like two snaps in the preseason. And he already has. And he already has. Because Tua couldn't even throw it far. D- despite being underthrown. So what I'm saying is, we're going to see a different Mahomes for worse or better, but I do not think they're going to get more than 12 wins. They're not as dominant. They're not, and I don't think dominant. people are people are afraid of them anymore. You know, they exactly. they have the blueprint to beat them. Yeah, everybody is the everybody is the blueprint, which is pretty standard. It was it was play two high safeties, which was the blueprint that the Bucks invented in the Super Bowl, and every NFL team was like, "Wow, that's how you stop Mahomes. Let's all do that." And now, without that blueprint, you can use it, but also use it to build other. But you got to have a dominant front four. Yeah. 
Like that, but that's if you look at every. I feel like every Super Bowl has been won in the last ten years. They all had four people up front that could rush the passer. And, that, and and the problem for the Chiefs is you are now in a division with Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, Randy Gregory, Bradley Chubb, Max Crosby, mm-hmm. and um, Chandler Jones on a good day. Yeah. So, like I said, and what? Oh no, what is what in that? No, is, no, he's Watts on. He's in Arizona. He's in Arizona. Yeah, yeah. so different. So, division. like, Chiefs not going past eleven wins. The division's too stacked, and the receiving core is in shambles. And Mahomes can't get bailed out. And we're gonna see a different Mahomes for better or worse. And I think he's gonna have an off year, obviously because of this. Um, and anybody who it doesn't have nostalgia goggles on can see that. Um, on to the next one. The Los Angeles Chargers, who I think are going to go 14-3. and three. Those of you who know that I am a Chargers fan, I am not biased. I promise. <laughs> I think through this stuff rationally. I think that on paper, the Chargers have the second best roster to the Bills in the sense of no holes. Actually, they might have a better roster because the Chargers have an actual punter. Pretty good. Um, but enough on that subject. No way. Bills are still better. No, I'm saying I'm saying a punter. Oh. The rest <laughs> but, of the roster but, is still better. But enough better. of that. Like I said, I think they have a they have a the, their roster is second to the Bills. Um. And yeah, they have a great O line. Uh probably the best or second best receiving core in the division depending on how you shape it Mm -hmm. um great defense when healthy fully healthy the defense is going to be phenomenal and it's just yeah nothing nothing more i have to say the media has done all the hyping i don't need to hype them up anymore the media has already hyped them up to earth and back Decent quarterback. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, and the Rams I have going 15-2. and Because, um, like the Chargers and the Bills, they're a complete team. They don't need any really addressing. They won the Super Bowl last year. Really don't have any holes. They really don't. And then Raiders I have going 8-9. and 9-8. Nine. Nine and eight. Nine and eight, and it's it's the sad truth of being could easily be eight and nine. It's 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 because yes, they made the playoffs last year, but this year's different. Their division's stacked, and I see this a lot. But they added Devontae Adams, yes, but because you add Devontae Adams, that does not fix your secondary. That does not fix your crippling O line that we talked about earlier. You have no left tackle. Leatherwood was your best left tackle. And you have no wide receiver three, no secondary, no O-line. Derek Carr is the worst quarterback in that division, which is not an insult. Derek Carr is good. It's just everybody else is better. Best quarterback division in the league, right? I mean, I'm seeing people call him as the greatest division ever. I believe it. it. I hope it battles out and plays out. 
and everybody stays healthy. Yeah, it'll be because those games are going to be so fun to watch. They're going to be so tight. But Vegas, like roster wise, is obviously just just not not it because they lost Casey Hayward Jr. and traded for Rock Young Sin from the Colts. Rock Young Sin, yeah, he was a early pick in the first round. But I have no idea how good he is. I thought he was pretty good. I think he had a good year with Indianapolis. And it was a dumb decision because they traded Ningakwe for him. They could have had Ningakwe. Who's Ningakwe? I don't know. defensive tackle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, I remember. They could have had him, Chandler Jones, and Max Crosby, but they traded him away. Contract coming up? No, probably because, like I said, they have no corners in case he were left them. So, yeah, Raiders are going to be bottom end of that. And then Miami, I have going eight and nine. I mean, they have a lackluster running back room. It's kind of the same logic applying to Miami. One wide receiver doesn't fix all your problems. Didn't they cut? They just cut Sonny Michelle. That's a mistake. Yeah, I was Sonny surprised. Mich- Sonny Michelle's the best running back on your roster. You think Miles Gaskins is better than Sonny Michelle, who, by the way, has won two Super Bowls? Exactly. He's only been in the league like. Six. A few years. He was a vital part of the Rams winning the Super Bowl. Like, his pass blocking. Yeah. Did you see the time he, like, <laughs> completely leveled the guy? Yeah. He was huge for them. Huge. Yeah, because especially he was huge especially because uh, Cam Akers got hurt. No idea why they cut him. Um, Like, they have no running back room. Tua was under... Th- you can say whatever you want. He has a great arm. He has a terrible arm. Tua was under-throwing Tyreek in preseason. And then you traded away Devontae Parker as well. You have Jalen Waddle there as well. But I don't think those two are good enough in a division with the Bills and the Pats. Because it's it's a it's it not the same because they don't have, you know, the wide receiver threes. They don't have the same level of defense anymore. Yeah, they're, like, they're just not going to be able to quite like, get there. They still have like Xavier Howard and stuff, but like their defense is like slowly but surely people have left over time. They didn't sign them. Remember? Remember like two years ago they had a good defense and then they just didn't sign them all. Like Van Noy was there. Yeah, yeah. He's back in New England. No, he's on the Chargers now. Oh, he's on the Chargers. I didn't realize that. Um, so the thing is like and like the Patriots made the playoffs last year. I expect them to do it again. Do you? What do you have their schedule at? What do you have their record at? They just happen to be the next one. Yeah. Eight and nine. Yeah. Well, that Which could is... be. I mean, look, it could be nine and eight, and they squeak in. Yeah, I, I assume it to be around that area, because last year they squeaked in at I think ten and seven. So. If they don't make it, I think it's coaching on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. It was um, just a big step down losing McDaniels. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be like a dogfight between New England and Miami for the wild card spot, but I think Miami is going to lose because of their defense and Tua. On to New Orleans, uh, who I think are going 9-8. and eight. I think they're going to be solid, good receiving core. If they, it, It's just Jameis is too inconsistent. And he didn't even play a full year. And Giants four and three. Giants are Giants. I don't think I have to explain that. 
New York Jets, 3-14. and 14. Well, I'll go back to the Giants. Is this Daniel Jones last year? Yes. If he doesn't prove anything, they're going to draft a new guy because they're going to have a high draft pick. Mm-hmm. And Could be a good quarterback class, too. Yeah. And we will talk about that quarterback class in college football that's over. The Jets, yes, I know I hyped up the Jets a lot on my other podcasts, but Zach Wilson got hurt. He's going to be out for a while, and their division is, is too good. But I think they have the blueprint to be good in the future. Philly! You have them at 3-14? and 14? Uh, I have them at 3-14, and 14, yeah. Okay, now hear me out. Here we go. Hear me. Here, here we go. Hear me out. I think Philly can go 15-2. and two. Wow. Bold. I mean, look at their roster, though. It's disgusting. But roster's paper. I know roster's paper, but I said this is based off of paper, didn't I? <laughs> that's true. Um, I mean, Boston, Scott, Miles, Sander. That's the backfield. Justin Hurts. Justin Hurts. Yes. Jalen Hurts has been looking good. Wide receiver core, you got Devontae Smith, you got A.J. Brown, you got a fantastic offensive line, speaking of great offensive lines. Um, and then you got Dallas Goddard at tight end. Defense, you got Jordan Davis and Fletcher Cox. That's scary. On the I same mean, D-line. That is just scary. Like, if you're a non-mobile quarterback, a.k.a., let's say, what's his name, Tom Brady? Tom Brady. <laughs> What are you going to do? I mean, that the front part, uh, the middle part of the pocket is never going to be there. And they got uh, this guy from the Panthers. I think his name is Lewis Reddick. No, that's an analyst. Never mind. Um, Former GM. <laughs> yeah, that's an analyst. Never mind. Um, they got some linebacker from the Panthers who was really good last year. I, th- it, I think it is Reddick, but it's not Lewis. Riddick. Yeah, it's somebody Riddick. And on the defense side of the ball, they got him... Them. They have James Bradbury, Darius Slay. I I told you they just traded. They traded for two corners already. Like their roster is just incredible. Pretty close. It's similar and to the all, Bills, right? I and mean, it, also they play in one of the worst divisions in football. So I so fifteen and two or not, I expect them to make the playoffs in the first place. At least eleven wins. At least 10 wins? At least 10 wins. I, I expect at least 10 wins from them. But if they play like the roster is on paper, they can they can get more than that. But they're at least going to the playoffs because their roster is horrendous. I already talked about... Um, Pittsburgh. Them doing that. I think they can because their division is horrendous. And like I said, they have a phenomenal roster. Pittsburgh, I have... Two and fifteen. Going two and fifteen. Ouch. Really. I know some folks aren't going to be happy to hear that. I'm his name. I'm sorry, John Minigai, and I am sorry, Jake. I just, I just, uh, you have a quarterback competition of three quarterbacks. One of which, his best season was his senior year. His only year. And yeah, high vote Kenny Pickett all you want, but like his best year was senior year, and Mitch Trubisky is Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> best year, senior year. And Mason year. Rudolph. Seen a theme. And and most, and Mason Rudolph's most iconic moment was getting hit in the head by a helmet. He's never really come back from that. <laughs> he hasn't. <laughs> 
sorry, John Minigai and Jake Hardy, but like, just like the Raiders, you're in a stacked division and you're the weakest, you the weakest link. The, the thing that's going to squeak Pittsburgh a few wins is their defense. Mm-hmm. But they've had some injuries. Watts out. Hopefully it won't be too long, but Watt got hurt. And Seattle, I have going 2-15 and 15 as well. Yep. I have them going 2-15 and 15 as well. Because I don't know how else to say this. Seattle is really bad. On to the next one. San Francisco, I have No going... quarterback, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. San Francisco, I have uh, going 16-1 and one simply because... 13-4. Yeah, 13-4. Oh, my God, this chart is hard to read. 13-4, um, I think they'll make the playoffs. I think Trey Lance can take the next step, and they have a great roster. And There's a great coach. A great coach. They've been to the playoffs every year since... Feels like forever ago. And I have Tampa going 16-1 and one because Tom Brady. Nothing else needs to be said there. I have Tennessee going 7-10 and 10 because Ryan Tannehill kind of chokes when it matters most. And uh, they have like a... Like a receiving corpse that needs to prove itself a lot a lot of young guys that really aren't proven rookies and second year players and they just aren't that good at at receiver and they're in a bad division so maybe they can squeak in a wild card behind the Colts who I think are going to win it Washington four and thirteen. Carson Wentz is their quarterback, and their roster isn't really that good. I don't see them doing anything, especially with the Eagles and Cowboys in their division. Say what you want about the Cowboys; they'll probably make the playoffs again and do nothing with it. That concludes my thoughts and predictions on preseason and the records of. The teams for the NFL 2022 season. That's all from me. Have a good <laughs>